The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast, the podcast gym for inspirational fitness talk. I'm your host, TJ Williams, here to give you insight of my fitness journey, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects, and highlighting individuals involved in fitness past, present, and future. For those who just joined me for the first time, this is a pre-recorded episode, so whatever I talk about in this episode is either the past or is coming up, which... I'm happy to say that um, after observing Groundhog's Day, we have six weeks left of winter. So, of course, within those six weeks, I hope the snow gets its last reps in and um, hopefully it's not no more big blizzards. I mean, a little bit of snow I'm fine with, but um, I don't want any more blizzards until like next year. All right. So definitely I am looking forward to getting a new car so I can get through this, um, get through winter. And yet... um, Yet, even though my job is about a uh, five-minute drive away, but I still want to make sure that I am, can get through the weather. But other than that, um, I'm looking pretty good, to be, to be honest. I mean, I know people, I've been keeping people updated on my uh, condition. I mean, of course, I sustained an injury like five months ago. And right, pretty much right now, I'm starting to get my agility back after having like... Um, plenty of sessions on physical therapy it seemed like my therapy sessions went from being like twice a week to like once every other week and I got my uh my appointment with my orthopedic doctor coming up in the end of the month so <clears throat> hopefully I'll be able to be clear to return to doing activities you know but honestly um I'm not looking to get back into pro wrestling till the to like next fall i mean i want to be totally healed but nevertheless you know i have other things to get through you know i just like i just got my new job and i'm trying to get well acquainted with that and yet i am um, keeping my eyes open for like any emails from the ufaf organizations saying that i'll be promoted to fifth degree so i'm hoping that big thumbs up or fingers crossed for that <clears throat> so i'm looking forward to that so once i get those out of the way i'll be back in no time to be back in the ring training in pro wrestling. And speaking of pro wrestling, you know, I want to talk about that a little bit. So how many of you out there have been looking to become a, a professional wrestler or at least train to be a wrestler? You know, just thinking about it, um, of course, we lost a uh, another uh, a wrestler, uh, a performer back in the golden ages of uh, or golden era of wrestling uh of course you know him as sleeping lenny Popo, or most people refer to him as the genius and of course he's the he's the brother of the late macho man randy savage or by his real name um randy Popo. i mean of course he passed away uh this past week and we uh, might send my prayers well here at the fit fighter podcast we send our prayers to his family and it hopes that um, everything goes well with them. But nevertheless, 
And upon a good note, he is actually with his, finally with his family, is with his mother, with his father, and of course with his brother, Macho Man Randy Savage. But kind of getting back to the subject with wrestling, of course, as you know, I probably mentioned times before, I, um, I've i been in wrestling for nine years now. I mean, right now would have been my ninth year, but of course I'm spending this least majority of my ninth year recovery from my injury. And I'm gonna get to that, I'm gonna get to that um, later, pretty much later on in the um, podcast, but nevertheless, so this is just my opinion of what it takes to be a professional wrestler. One, I mean, like one of my um, good um, friends told, like would tell uh, Ish Jones, or uh, being known as Cyclone Jones, he would say, you know, there's three things you need in professional wrestling. You need, you have to have the heart, the, the mind and the body to be a professional wrestler. I mean, you might lack one of those or even one or even two of those, two out of three or even one out of three to uh, be a professional wrestler. I mean, pretty much anybody could be a wrestler. I I mean, no matter the age, I mean, you could pretty much be a wrestler at 45 or, you know, just to think about how well, how many good wrestlers out there. I mean, you got um, Mike Jackson who is like like 72 and he wrestles like a 20 year old and you know you got rick flair of all people i mean he at his he's not his prime like they was years ago but he's still at it you know there's no ounce of retirement in rick flair as as you can see i mean nevertheless but all i can say that's the three things you need to be a professional wrestler. I mean, as far as body, I mean, one thing, if you're interested in being a professional wrestler or thinking about getting into professional wrestling, I should say you should get a gym membership like beforehand or get yourself conditioned beforehand before you even go for a tryout or go join uh, wrestling. I mean, one thing that people, one mistake that people make is that they go into wrestling like not in shape. I say like get in the wrestling, get get be in shape beforehand. You know, for me, you know, I feel, feel like I was already in shape. You know, I was pretty much slimmed down like 180 pounds before I got into wrestling. So I was pre- practically prepared for this before I even joined. And you know, like, and well, more than getting in shape, you know, I was a martial artist. And just to think about it, if you have any martial arts experience or even experience in amateur wrestling or sports, I mean, that's indemnity in wrestling because the things that you see at wrestling will be similar. Well, just thinking about that, you know, if you have some sport uh, athletic background, you have uh, pretty much an indemnity wrestling. So things train will be like more just say expedite yeah your train would be expedite if you had those indemnities so that's great so that's the advice so i'm make sure you are conditioned before wrestling so you're prepared i mean one thing i mean i'm not saying that you shouldn't join wrestling if you're not conditioned i mean you're gonna you're gonna be going over the basics well i would say if you're going like trying to get into the majors like saying, if you're trying to get into the, the performance center, 
uh, over in WWE, I mean, you want to be conditioned already. I mean, you don't want to go in there out of shape. So I'd say if you're preparing for that, going straight to that, then, you know, find a gym that you're, you're find a gym that you can at least get yourself a workout or maybe work out at home. I mean, but nevertheless, I mean, you want to work on like strength, um, strength training, uh, like hit high intensity and um, high intensity. Uh, I can't, I can't even say the word. So I basically hit. Well, yeah, there is high intensity interval training. There it is, hit. So that's what you want to do. And, but nevertheless, if you're joining any like independent um, wrestling, you know, definitely independent wrestling it's not like as strict as like the majors. I mean, independent wrestling, you know, you're, you're starting out, you know, you are just getting like the basics of, of wrestling, but it's the same thing that like the pretty much the majors, you have to be conditioned. So you may, it may take you at least six months to a year, depending on your progress and how much you are co going to commit. You know, it was also two things that you want to think about when you're a professional wrestler or independent wrestler. You know, there's compromise and sacrifice. How much time you want to sacrifice to be at your best or to at least get at the level that you want to be or get to the, get to the gold you want to be. I mean, you want to at least sacrifice all the time that you need to get in that ring and get the basics down. Or, you know, there's compromise. I know a lot of people have like wives and kids. I mean, you want to at least be with them, but at the same time, you want to support them and be successful. So in this case, sometimes you have to compromise the time you put in with your family. And it's hard for a lot of people because, you know, you got your wife and kid well you know your wife gets worried she's thinking that you're doing something else other than going for after your dream but you know you're you're in this professional wrestling world you know you have to really think about like how much time you got to put in the ring and you know it's just it's not just you're gonna get everything done within a day you know you have to learn how to bump you have to learn how to like run. You have to learn all these things that's going to take a toll on your body. I mean, your body is going to take a lot. And let's say you're going to probably come home with sore back. You're going to come up with probably headaches. You know, when I started, of course, when I started training, all I did was bumps. And believe me, like after that session, you know, I started feeling in my back and kind of felt in my head. You know, when you start out, you're not going to get used to it. All right. So just a couple factors. And speaking of the mind of the wrestling, like really, you know, you have to learn the psychology of what wrestling matches are. You know, you just don't go in there, you throw all these moves and, you know, you think that, you know, fans are gonna go after that, but, you know, fans are looking for a fight when they go to wrestling shows. So when you're, in there in the wrestling ring the psychology is you're trying to like stage a fight you know a lot of people say wrestling is fake but look at this way it is scripted but you know in all actuality we actually make contact so in this case you know there's times where i got hit like crazy you know i got slapped 
I got punched. I got kicked. You know, I got slammed to the ground. I mean, it's no fun. And thinking about it, you know, there's not nothing fake about injuries. You know, injury, this is, I mean, pretty much out of my wrestling career, out of nine years I've been in wrestling, you know, I had like two, two injuries. You know, I had a minor injury with sciatica. You know, I think uh, that's uh, like the inflammation or um, I think my disc got misplaced in my lower back. And of course, I ended up getting sciatica. So that's the only the small injury I had. But of course, now I have my major injury, my knee knee injury, um, ruptured my patellar tendon, which is not fun. I mean, one thing, you know, I was I was a big jumper, but you know, for now, I pretty much got to take it easy until I'm totally healed. But just to think, like. That definitely going back to having the psychology of wrestling you know you have to know like what makes what makes sense or what would your character do i mean one thing in wrestling you gotta learn how to wrestle first before you develop a character i mean don't be in a hurry to, to like develop your character i mean kind of feel it out when you're doing your matches your practice matches and then of course from there then you can determine like what moves you can use and your gimmick is based on like what you're interested in. It's like, you can be like, like say if you were an amateur wrestler, I mean, kind of have some of like an amateur wrestler kind of character that you think of um, people like Bob Backlund, Kurt Angle, Chad Gable. I mean, all these people doing amateur wrestling, amateur wrestling, like in like um like in there's like either the olympics or high school i mean one thing you had of course brock brock lesnar being like a collegiate wrestling champion and you know he puts that in the ring doing german suplex you actually have to really see like if you watch a person wrestle you know their background like you got some majority of the wrestlers i know have like a martial arts background like if they're into doing chain wrestling or mostly it's called tech technical wrestling then you know you'll see they'll do a lot of holds a lot of submission moves in this case so yeah you'll see that in wrestling so that like the mind you want to have a site you want to psychological psychologically have a plan of how you want to wrestle All right, now going to the heart of wrestling. I mean, how much heart do you have for wrestling? I mean, one thing, it's more to just train in the wrestling. It's like going outside of wrestling and really knowing, well, you know, other than that's part of the mind, you want to go outside of wrestling. But how much heart are you going to put into this? I mean, if you truly love wrestling, there's no excuse of not saying that you can't do this you can't do that but you know you have to have the heart into it like how much heart you gonna put in the wrestling how much heart you're gonna put into traveling how much heart you're gonna put into training i mean that's the thing that you have to think about when you're in the going to professional wrestling you know that's well you know that's one thing that you want to think about you know you know, are, is your heart into this, right? 
So really, there's the, also the mind. I'm going back to the mind right now. It's like I said, you know, how how knowledgeable you're going to be in wrestling. It's other than psychology. It's like knowing the business. Like if you were going to be a promoter, like the promoter would mean like how you're going to get people in the seats, how you're going to advertise. And of course, you want to make sure you promote the best wrestlers. You know, get people's attention. I mean, really, you know, kind of think about you want, other than the psychology, you want to have a, a healthy mind too. You want to make sure your mind is correct. You want to have respect for yourself as well as everybody in the, in the back, in the blocker room. You know, you don't want to have that ego saying that I'm, I'm better than everybody else. I don't have to do this. You know, that's some wrestlers out there kind of, some people kind of have to really reevaluate how they are, you know, you know, like I said, I'm built on respect. You know, it's the thing I learned is keep your eyes and ears open and your mouth shut. You know, your eyes and ears are going to help you learn your mouth isn't. So if you're the type of per person that thinks with their mouth, then, you know, your career is not going to go as far as you want it to be. You know, there's some people that just, it's in their head that they're at their best, but you know, it's, it's, they, they just have to realize it's like, you know, you are not at liberty to tell yourself that you're the best. I mean, all I could say is that's something that you gotta really think about when you're doing professional wrestling. All right, so just kind of get my thoughts out uh, to about how good wrestling is. You know, I, like I said, I grew up in the, the golden era. You know, I grew up with uh, the Macho Man, Reggie Savage, Hulk Hogan, uh, Andre the Giant, Milton Man, Ted DiBiase. You know, I want to make sure I, I can meet these guys before they pass away. You know, I luckily I got to meet Lenny Poffo before he died. And I was able to recite one of his poems that he did for SummerSlam 98 or, or not 98 or 89. That's what I mean. Yeah, he was um, known as the genius. I mean, after years, he was known as Sleeping Lanny Poffle. You know, I felt felt that that gimmick felt good for him, but, you know, the genius was better. I have to say that was a better gimmick for him because he was like, um, that pretty much felt well for his gimmick that he had like a, well, yeah, for one, Leaping Lanny Poffle pretty much felt good for us because he's only done on his slips and ac acrobatic stuff. But he was very known for his poetry. That's what he got reinvented to a genius. And yet he still does his um, leaping Lenny Poffo gimmick, like all this um, backflips and somersaults. Yeah, I can pretty much remember his match with Hulk Hogan on a Saturday Night Main event. You know, he defeated Hulk Hogan in a, in a, in a count out. And by that time, he was managing Mr. Perfect, the late um, Kurt Henning. So, that's pretty much a good indemnity. He's with his brother, Macho Man Ray Savage, as well as Mr. Perfect. And, you know, it's just sad to see him that he's gone. All right, so just think about what you want to do before getting into wrestling, you know. And also, in wrestling, you want to think of, like, how much money you're going to spend. I mean, one thing, other than training... I mean, you may be spending a lot for training for most places. You know, most places will charge you $150 as a beginner. But, you know, the price kind of goes down as you get experience. You know, for me, you know, I would say 
I've been at this for nine years. You know, I shouldn't have any problem knowing the basics because, you know, when I started training, you know, I was paying like at least $150 a month, you know, me working two jobs. I mean, definitely that's probably going to be financial for your wrestling. You know, most people are looking to get a contract quick or do this as a full-time job, but don't guarantee that you're going to get booked every weekend. So on a safe note, if you're going into wrestling, like say independent circuit, I would probably find have a job, a well-studied job, you know, and probably find a job where, where you're working straight days, like from mornings to afternoons, five days a week, and you got weekends off. So for me, I'm lucky that I was able to find a job where I'm just working like throughout the straight days and I'm off um, I'm off on the weekends. And, you know, occasionally if I get booked on a Friday, you know, I have to probably request off and be able to get to that booking. But, you know, right now, like I tell you, I'm not going back to wrestling until the fall. Think, you know, I'm just right now getting settled with this new job. Like, of course, I'm still healing after this injury. You know, like I said, I have a, a appointment with my orth- orthopedic doctor for a follow-up appointment and see where I stand. So likely, you know, I might be totally healed, but I guess in this point, you know, from what I told after I'm done with physical therapy, I'm going to be sent to like an athletic facility, likely to like get my athletic ability going. But like I said, I'm going to focus on my new job and get first focus on getting my fifth degree because that's coming up. You know, that's one thing I want to get out of the way before I get back to wrestling. Right. But let's kind of review of what I was saying. Of course, you know, you know, of course you need to, if you're going to wrestling, you know, find a gym or have a home gym, have a, some kind of structured workout that'll prepare you for training. So you are very well conditioned when you get in the ring. And I say, if you have any indemnities, athletics, like backgrounds, wrestling, martial arts, I mean, like football, I mean, that could be indemnity. I mean, you have that. I mean, and then, of course, you want to have make sure you have the mind, body and heart to go into wrestling. You know, don't go into wrestling if you don't have any of these things. I mean, you could say you're you are uh, a mark, you're a fan of wrestling, but yet, if you don't have those three things, then you're selling yourself short. You know, just think about it. I see all these people doing backyard wrestling with an actual wrestling ring. And, you know, I look at it as like, it looks terrible. I mean, luckily, they're not out there to go look for WWE. They're just doing the silly stuff. <clears throat> and they're going to find out, like, sooner or later that it's going to be, it's not going to be, it's going to be the case that, they're going to suffer, right? So just to get on a safe note, if you're going to actually be trained in the wrestling, find a training facility, you know, there's plenty in my area. And um, so definitely you want to make sure you have the right trainer that really will not get you like killed, right? All right, so I want to kind of close this uh, episode by saying that um, I hope everybody is having going to have a good um, Valentine's Day that's coming up. I mean, we got six more weeks of spring, and of course, uh, of course, we only got twenty eight um, days in this month. I mean, which is unique about February. You only got 28, 28 days 
and that and the rest of them you got like 30 one 30 to 31 days but let's just say spring is on its way right all right so let me do this closing of the gym uh for those who are just joining me for the first time please um because like check out my previous episodes on the bicbpradio.com apple podcast and spotify and i'll see you next time for another episode here at the Fit Fighter Podcast. This is your host, TJ Williams, closing the gym right now.